Hey guys, this is Squid. I just wanted to let you know that Yidam Fwigs is now on Patreon. With your paid Patreon account, you can listen to episodes a week in advance and get exclusive access to bonus content. Visit our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Yidam podcast. That's www.patreon.com forward slash Y-D-M-F-W-G-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Anyway, on with the show. Welcome to the You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. I'm Squid. Apparently you're the queen. Hello. Hello. Fine. I'm the queen, Squee. And I'm Jackson. And this is episode number 60. 60. 60. 60. We have big 60. 60 episodes. You were 6 0. So many episodes. I can't even count. 6 0. <laughs> it's hard to count to 60. For real. Especially if you're doing it in 45 minute increments. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it takes you 45 minutes to count one. <laughs> yeah, 60 is a lot. But it's nice. Yeah, I guess we get to have a birthday. 60th? Yeah. A- anniversary? Some anniversary. shit? I know. Uh, 60 doesn't feel like as big of a deal as 50 did. Which is funny, because 60 is closer to death. Well, aren't you dark today? <laughs> oh, fuck, I am stoned. <laughs> shit, I haven't been this gone in a while. There was something I wanted to talk about. You said it was on the news? I was, I was listening to a podcast, and so they talked wrong. about it, but honestly, it eludes me. <laughs> I just remember thinking, oh, I should talk to Sid about that. You yeah. said you heard it on a podcast. They were talking about it on a podcast. I was asking if there was anything in the news you would have thought of recently, anything you wanted to discuss. Yeah, there's something I heard on the, on a podcast. You can't remember what it is, though? No. I remember thinking, though, hey, I should tell her about that. And then, uh, so, just gone. Phew. Stephen Hawking's dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That's sad. Well, yeah. He's old. Yeah, well, that's uh, another thing is that people kept showing those quotes of him, you know, because everybody, on the day he died, everybody was like, oh, well, he had that quote that he said where they told him he wouldn't live past 21, so every day after was a gift. Yeah, not just that, but, uh, like, they said that he, well, he did die on Pi Day. 3.14? Uh-huh. And also, like, Galileo's birthday or something, and, or the day that something, it has something to do with Galileo, Albert Einstein, and Pi Day. Mm. That all happened on the same day. So everybody was just like, man, cosmic is cosmic. <laughs> Lambs to the cosmic slaughter! <laughs> I don't know. He was, I mean, he was a brilliant man, but even in a wheelchair, he left his, his wife for a younger version. Yeah. Interesting. Even stuck in a wheelchair. Yeah, but to be fair, his brain wasn't stuck. True. True. 
I mean, if if being the person that that went through all that shit with you, sometimes that shit can damage. That's true. Going through all that shit with somebody, especially if if you end up coming out resenting them. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I think he's. I think he was still an asshole. I mean, you can. I mean, anybody who's smart's an asshole. But as we have learned, <laughs> as you have just learned, as I have always known. Um, so it's just kind of one of those things where I knew he was an asshole. I always figured. I mean, imagine the god complex on that dude. Basically, yeah. being the smartest dude in the world. Yeah, but I'd also feel like. I mean, that would be humbling, though, to be stuck in the wheelchair. Yeah, first. I feel like that might color everything in general. Yeah, maybe. Because, you know. I just think everybody's got their issues. Yeah. I got issues. Yeah, but I feel like. You got them, too. His is pretty just dramatic, though. Me, and I was like, my you. Yeah, everybody was getting mad at Gal uh, Gadot, too. Gal Gadot. Oh, because of the thing she said about him finally being free? Yeah. And then uh, what she got called out for being ableist? Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw that shit. I felt so bad for her, because I was just like... When I read the the tweet, too, because I had seen it, mm-hmm. I liked it. That it was she, sweet. Because it was sweet, but, I, but immediately, though, in my head, I was like, just gonna get black for this. Mm. I knew. I just I, I, I read it and I was like, mm, some people are gonna take that the wrong. Yeah, uh, but I mean, I, but you know that's not what she meant. Yeah, you know it's not what she meant. Um, you also gotta know that she comes from a different culture. She was like an Iranian soldier, so it's kind of one of those things where, to her, her I mean, she's fucking Wonder Woman. Her her body is like everything for. Her. I mean, I, I what she was saying, she was she meant to say nicely. But, you know, it's kind of like the whole Matt Damon thing. They should be praising the guys that aren't, that didn't fuck up. It's like, okay, Matt Damon, we get it. It's not that bad, though. Well. I get it. No, I feel like Matt Damon is still worse than what she said. Because she no, no worse. I was just saying it was akin to that. But the thing is, is also, you got to connect that part where he's saying there's difference than grabbing someone's ass. I'm not counting that part. I'm not counting counting that half of it. I just, I'm saying that the same ignorance from where he said that is the same ignorance that she has. It's because she spent her whole whole life being attractive with a great body. Of course, she's going to say, at least now you're finally free to some dude that suffered from ALS and is in a wheelchair. Ah, what else was in the news? Archer. Yeah. I'm so excited. It looks like What was the theme? It was Danger Zone or something? Because it made a Kenny Loggins thing. No, on their Instagram, because they posted the picture for the new season. Which is them on an island. Yeah, but uh, the tagline said something like, they're stepping into the danger zone and an all-new season of Archer or some shit like that. I can't remember. We're all in the danger zone. I think it's Archer underscore FX. Kenny Loggins on the phone, Archer, Danger Island. Yeah, there it is. That's the name of the season. Danger Island. Yeah. Told you it was an island. Yeah, but I knew Danger Zone was the pun from the thing. Very cool. He looks like Gilligan. <laughs> You're Gilligan. I'm excited. I've been waiting for Archer for forever. I'm not really digging the dream sequences, though, because I feel like I can't trust anything that happens in them. 
That's true, but I would rather them have like something. No, I'm I'm I totally agree. I would rather have them have something. But I loved the season when Pam got super skinny and got like high off coke because they couldn't run ISIS anymore. Yeah. And now ISIS is like ISIS. Yeah, so they're not they can't, an agency. Yeah, they can't use the agency name anymore. Like, that's crazy. Because a terrorist group now owns the name of ISIS. That sucks. But still, like, I liked how they did that. And then, what, Archer got shot um, by the Hollywood starlet. Because they did their own detective agency. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what I, what we think we're seeing is from the way that they're framing it is Archer's in a coma. And this is how his head is dealing with things while he's under. Yep. It's Hollywood land. And now they're going to be on a deserted island. Uh-huh. Ugh. It just it doesn't feel like any of it's real. Like, that's my one thing about the last season, why I didn't really like it. It was because the whole time it felt like I was just waiting for him to get out the coma. What if he just never gets out, the, out of the coma ever? So they can continue to do theme seasons. Okay. The reason why it bugged me was because it was so disjointed from the timeline that I was accustomed to. Like, think about how Sherlock did it with the abominable bride. Abominable bride. Abominable. Abominable. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I was in speech class. Don't make fun of me. Um, uh, But in that episode, uh, he, they did the flashback into the time period of the original Sherlock Holmes and how, like, like, everything was, like, you know. Yeah, but they were... It was a flashback. They're, but they were paralleling each other. Exactly. So the storyline made sense. Yeah. I, you're saying because nobody is the correct character that they should have been in his dreams. No, and it has nothing the, to do with, with the, like, correct characters or anything. It's just... Does the storyline make no sense? No, I felt like the way that they handled it in Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch is that he was... All of it ended up being a drug trip. But it's still connected into the main storyline. He still had to but go he was through. Still fixing it, and it's how he's solving it. Exactly. He was still, he was still like pushing the plot forward, even though it was an alternate it world. Makes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though there were still there's, stakes. There's no stakes in Archer's dream. No, it's just <laughs> Archer's dicking around with a bunch of things. So if somebody gets shot, you don't really care. But then again, couldn't you say? The entire show is just Archer dicking around. I know that you don't need to explain to me. But couldn't you say that? Because I think that's the whole point of the show. <sighs> is just to watch Archer dick yeah, around. Yeah, anarchy for anarchy's sake is pretty much the show. Okay? Yes, I get it. It's Archer. I get it. But they could have anarchied better. <gasps> just saying. Could have anarchied to where it affected me. You're affected. I am affected. I'm so excited, though. I'm not saying I'm not excited. I'm just letting you know that I'm. I was kind of disappointed with that last season. Yeah, I, I was expecting it to be like amazing, and it just was like average. I don't know. I liked. I liked uh, that whole story arc with Pam, and her, and all the Asian ladies. That's she was. They were all going to be her wife, <laughs> and she was going to have all the little Asian kids, and then she's going to watch them all. Well, I love that, that they made Pam a dude. Yeah, like, she's I a love dude, it. But she's a dude, and she's Pam. I know. It I love make it. Any sense? I fucking love it. It was amazing. That was that was that was great. But it's still. Like, I'm not saying it didn't have its moments. It was, uh, I'm just saying it was average. It wasn't the super archer that I was used to. 
anyways, I gotta say my favorite storyline still is when Archer gets breast cancer. <laughs> that is so <laughs> funny. Yeah. Like not only is it funny, his whole his whole de- like his his whole development as at, uh, turning into a good and humble person, but then it's just no. And then he comes back up again, depending on if he's sick or not. Yeah. But and he's just so blatant about it. He didn't care. And oh my god! And then that little mini movie he he did at the end. Yeah. <laughs> like no 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 rewind it rewind it rewind it. Yeah. I need to see this part. I even want to watch this one again. Yeah. <sighs> so good. Wubble up a dub dub. Rick and Morty. I still can't hear that phrase and not hear bird person oh you know if you type in wubba lubba dub dub on google it says did you did you mean i am in great pain that is so funny yeah it means help me i am in great pain yeah he believe me he's saying it ironically (laughs) i do not think so destiny has provided you with the opportunity Tammy! <laughs> Tammy! <laughs> Bird prison. Hey, so, as our viewers might know, or might not know, I don't know if we talked about this on the show, but I've been trying to get Jackson to watch Rick and Morty for fucking ever. I have held shows hostage. I have not watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine because of this. Yeah, I know. She's missing out. Yeah. Exactly. But I was stubborn enough. I would not start any new show. I'm not, I didn't watch Glitch. I didn't watch. There's a couple of things that you really wanted me to watch that I refused to watch because you refused to watch Rick and Morty. Yeah, but that, those were all your last, though. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, Jackson officially decided to watch Rick and Morty. And finished. Well, yeah. Oh, <sighs> If you're going to watch it, you got to watch every episode. And you got to yeah. watch it from the beginning. Yes. Because although it is... A show that has a lot of individual, like, standalone episodes. Oh, there's overarcs. Yeah. It's not a family guy or a family guy. (laughs) Why? Because everybody else pretty much has a... Has an arc. Yeah. Well, I guess Bob's Burgers has an arc. Sort of. I mean, they all do kind of connect to each other, but you could watch them out of order. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to watch Bob's Burgers in order. Yeah. Same with The Simpsons. You don't really have to watch them in order, but the animation may freak you out. Yeah. Depending the, on how old it is. Because of how long it's been on. The animation animation difference is jarring. Yeah. And older seasons of South Park. Yeah. But then they did that thing where they moved them from third grade to fourth grade. Because they wanted to do something The Simpsons had never done. You make them older, older. Mm-hmm. and now they've just been stuck in fourth grade. For yeah, forever. since since they've done that. But the most recent seasons, they the entire season has had its own arc. Oh yeah, and then the season builds on the season before. Uh huh. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, it's cray. It's super cray. How, how you but how are you gonna have an actual story? Okay, well, uh, apparently Jackson likes to sleep with the TV on and. Yes, I ended up, the first episode I ended up actually watching of Rick and Morty was uh, the Purge episode. Yeah. And I, I thought it was 
so charming. <laughs> it had upset me so. <laughs> As, uh, I was just, I was like, oh my god, this. Is what was funny. the reason for you not watching it? Like, why didn't you dip your toe? I think the animation style freaked me out. Yeah, and you always complained about the way Rick burped. Yeah, I didn't like the burping. The burping's gross. It freaked me. I got used to it, though. Either that or they stopped doing it as Exactly. Often. That's what I told you. It's like, no, no, it's because you were, oh, you know, he burps way too much. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. I honestly don't even notice it anymore. He, but he does uh, still honestly, burp. he does burp, and they are wet, and a lot of times he <laughs> does have, like, alcohol drool coming out of his oh my god <laughs> i just thought the way that their their lips yeah, look when hair, they look yeah. stupid yeah i don't know because it was there's points when jerry talks and his eyes like one glaze goes, yeah, over and his little drool comes out from his lips that are like hanging downwards yeah it's perfect Ugh, i hate jerry I hate him from the beginning. Okay, well, I don't really think we've given out any spoilers so far, but we are going to dive very heavily into Rick and Morty for this episode. Yes. Because Jackson and me marathoned. I mean, I've, I've seen every episode like five times already just because they're on Hulu and I have all of season three saved on my hard drive from when it aired earlier this year. Last year. Oh, my God, it was last year. Oh, dub, dub. dub, Um... So we're going to go pretty in-depth with um, discussing the show. So if you haven't seen it, I do recommend watching it before continuing to listen to this podcast. Yeah, because honestly, nothing's going to freaking make sense. No. Um, but Rick and Morty is an amazing show. Yeah, if you... Well, I remember back a few episodes ago, I think maybe one of the last ones of the last year, mm-hmm. where you started laughing because someone said that, how did they not get the job interview? Because they're like, I, I watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because because um, of all the controversy. Because apparently the fans of Rick and Morty are super toxic. Like nobody really likes the fandom because of the Szechuan sauce shit that happened. Yeah, but that uh, is yeah the that section of society needs to be uh, eliminated. <laughs> okay, Rick. Yeah. Uh, but I I know they got. That the rest of the Rick and Morty fans got really bad flack for that, and then people started making fun of Rick and Morty fans, thinking that because they watch Rick and Morty, that that means that they're smart. And then it was kind of one of those things where um, it was everywhere on the inter- on the internet where they go, "Oh yeah, why should we hire you? Uh, I watch Rick and Morty. Oh okay, then you're hired. There you go. But legit, I would hire somebody because I watch Rick and Morty. Well, Rick and Morty is an amazing show. Yeah. I think that if you like adult cartoons like Family Guy, American Dad, Futurama, Simpsons, South Park, you'll definitely like Bob's Burgers. Bob's, yes, yeah, Bob's Burgers. If you like Doctor Who, oh yeah, sci-fi shit's awesome. It's awesome. There's so many references. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, he said there's Doctor Who references. There's Blade Runner references. If you like sci-fi shit, you're gonna love. Yeah, if you're if you're already deep in the sci-fi. It's this show is made to make fun of the shit you love. Yeah. So I I would a hundred and a thousand million times recommend you watching it. First two seasons are available on Hulu. Especially if you find damaged people with severe alcohol issues. Funny. Oh, hell to and the yeah. I think that would be most of us. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so how do we fucking start? Because I remember 
the first time I saw a billboard for Rick and Morty, I was driving to school because the first episode aired in 2013. Um, so I was going to school in Los Angeles, art school at Otis. And on the way into Los Angeles, there's like a span of road that's just billboard, 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 because it, you literally are, are during rush hour traffic are stopped in that place. So those billboards get a lot of play. And it was um, a car- the cartoon of them coming out of the portal, and it said Rick and Morty. And I looked over and I thought, I can't believe they're actually getting away with naming their characters Rick and Morty after Back to the Future. Because it was such a blatant, you know, ripoff from Doc and Marty. Yeah. And, and, and I was just like, I can't believe they're getting away with something like this. Because that's crazy. That's the, I remember that being my first thought when I looked over the thing. Like, oh, that's that show that I heard about. I was thinking about giving it a try. I think my boyfriend really wanted to watch it at the time. But, like, we were both in that trepidation stage where you're not sure if you're going to like it or if it's just going to be stupid. And it took me until the sec- second episode. After I saw uh, the second episode, which is called Lawn Mower Dog, um, I did I actually... Fall, I was like, okay, this is the show I'm watching. Like, this show gets me. I'm watching this. I forgot what was Lawnmower Dog about. Where are my testicles, Summer? Oh my god. <laughs> I saw a um, poster of just, of just Snuffles. Well, that is, that's his slave name. Mm-hmm. He, he, Snowball, he because his be fur is pretty and it's white. You can call me Snuffles, Morty. You were always nice to me. Oh, God. You will sit by my side. Uh, oh, God, yeah, that was a great episode. Yeah, it was an amazing episode. That's episode number two. Jesus. The second fucking episode in. Jesus. Yeah, in Lawnmower Dog, the um, A story uh, with Rick and Morty was actually, um, you can run, but you can't hide, bitch. Oh, the... Scary, scary Terry. Terry, yeah, Scary Terry um, was. I saw a lot of merch for him too. Yeah, a lot of Scary Terry merch. Um, it was his storyline, and then um, the dog storyline was the B storyline. They connect in the end. Oh my god! Because they do the oh, um, they the Inception dream hunting yeah. hopping. Oh my god, that was so confusing. A dream, but then a character's dream, but then a character's dream, but then. But these are but these people don't exist. These are these are dream characters in this in someone's dream. Oh, I mean, you kind of understood what was happening because well, yeah, because it's going through different layers of, of his the subconscious. subconscious. But I mean, that's insane. But the fact that then they follow Scary Terry, and they hit bedrock house. at Scary Terry. Yeah, I'm home, bitch. Out there, not in here. <laughs> so funny. And then and then and then they just go go to hit inside his dream while he's asleep. Uh, and then they fix his anxieties. This professor. Aw, it's you guys. Yeah. And then we it, got you, dog. Here's the, some pants. Remember the in the um end bit. Yeah, when they're, st- they're smoking, smoking in the back of like, class. This is how, the, this this is is how you dream, bitch. <laughs> like let's. Just, Let's just learn to relax. Mm-hmm. Play them bongos. Yeah. I'm scary, Brandon. <laughs> Whatever the fuck his name was. I can't even remember. Yeah. And that was that was the episode where I was just like, all right, you got me. Because the first episode I saw it, and he was like, I saw the burping and the, the drool and the weird eyes, and it was really hard 
like my boyfriend at the time liked the show like nobody's business from the first episode he was like oh my god that was amazing but for me it was a little bit too uh, off-putting and then that second episode hit i'm like okay all right you got me i'm here now i'm not leaving i'll follow you till you die i just need someone to ask me that once what where are my testicles, Summer? Where are my testicles? <laughs> You're saying you go out on a blind date. You sit down. Guy only say one word or one line he has to get in your pants, and it's, where are my testicles, Summer? And you're like, check. Yes. <laughs> that's it. I know. That's that's pretty seductive words right there. Uh, there are a lot of good episodes in the first season, actually. I really like um, episode three, Anatomy Park. I saw some merch for that. Yeah. Yeah, it was a straight up, like, Jurassic Park hat. Oh, yeah. For Anatomy Park. And I was like, I want that, too. <laughs> I want everything. Oh, I know. The the merch that they have on this stuff was is ridiculous. Like, the Meeseeks was everywhere. <laughs> Meeseeks. Okay, well, of season one episodes, what which one was your favorite? Or, you know, I just, out of all the episodes, which one's your favorite? If you had to pick a favorite, because you were you're all caught up now, right? All yeah. three seasons. All caught up, but I mean, I did. I did see three three seasons of episodes all in like three days. No, I understand. so I feel like I've watched one giant episode. <laughs> I figured as much. But is there fine? Is there a story arc, or is there a part of it that you really really liked? Well, I remember telling you that I had a few, like, major moments where I thought when these moments happened in this series just kind of affirmed why I was watching it. Like, oh, yeah, like, this, there's a reason I'm watching the show besides it being, like, just awesome. I mean, there, like, the episode where... We meet Unity, and she breaks up with Rick. Autoerotic assimilation. It's episode three in season two. Ah. Yeah, because at the end of that, when Unity leaves him... Oh, when he tries to kill kill himself. himself. And that moment, the fact that, for, for one, he brought something to life to then disintegrate it, and just to test, super quick test, straight face... And then he just barely misses doing the same thing to himself. Mm-hmm. And and then just him And then the song s- over it. Yeah. I, I wanna, I wanna feel, can't go away from me now. <laughs> that's crazy. It was really good. Yeah. A moment like that, it, that, that's the type of thing that really sticks out in my head. Not Those so much, little moments. Yeah. Like, and another one was the little pass the butter dude. Um, what is my purpose? You pass butter. And then he just oh looks. Oh my god! Yeah, he just <laughs> looks at his little butter slicers, like, like, oh my god, what am I? Yeah, that's the one where um, Jerry's trying to do the. Oh yeah, he's insecure about his intelligence. Yeah. And then they go to Pluto, and he says that Pluto's a planet, over and over and over again. Yeah. Just one of the many. Many reasons that I hate Jerry so much. But honestly, Beth isn't any better. 
they are both awful parents. Yeah. Like it, the the little like the one with um with Rick and uh with uh, Morty and Morty Junior. Oh, where's your hands? Yeah, where's your hands? Yeah. And and then where's <laughs> your hands? The the guy from Gazorp Gazorp. Yeah, and and his parents are just like so passive aggressive in the background. It's just like death and destruction. And they're like <clears throat> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Mm, real nice. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> so the awful. Yeah, no, Beth and Jerry are pretty fucking toxic. It was so toxic that they ruin that they they destroy a, an entire alien facility. marriage counseling facility. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. They're codependent. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Because co- being codependent is the fucking worst for a relationship. Well, yeah, because then you're both just feeding off each other. Yeah. Like, oh my until, god. Until there's nothing left and you both hate each other for doing it. Yeah. That, it's honestly the, the worst, like, type of relationship. Codependency is the bottom of the barrel. Like, you'll see relationships on television and you'll think, oh, that's what relationships are. And you're like, nah, not until you see people who are fucking codependent and you're like, what the fuck is that? Because that's just. I had a thought and I don't want you to kill me. Just no, say it. I know. You do know? Of course I know. That's how I know. Because I honestly. I can totally Yeah, I know. See both I... Jerry and Beth. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Want me to apologize? <laughs> so what I'm saying is is that all of her worst qualities Yeah, I know. You kinda have I them. know. I I told you face to face while we were watching it, that their relationship reminded me of me and my ex so hard. Yeah, but it's not even the relationship. You're kind of both these people. Shut the fuck up. Are you calling me Beth? Yes. That's a sociopath. Yes. <laughs> I can see you having a pink knife that says, let's start stabbing. Let's resume the stabbing. Uh, I'm not a horse surgeon. First no, off. instead you're an artist. I am. I'm an artist. It's so much better than being a horse surgeon. Yeah, it's just as useful. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, whatever. Just because you're summer. I'm not summer. And summer's out of, awesome on that show. Out of everybody on that show, you're pretty much summer. Keep it's keep summer safe, not keep summer like totally cool <laughs> with the vibe and stuff. Dude. <laughs> oh my god, Smitty. Yeah, but the the ship made a melting baby. <laughs> it's keep summer safe. <laughs> <laughs> hey Summer, you doing okay? Yep, <laughs> I'm good. That was so traumatizing. <laughs> Just the fact that it, like, Daddy, let leave Summer alone. Just leave the ship alone. Yeah, it's like, All of you have loved ones. All can be returned. All can be taken away again. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrifying there are so many horrifying moments yes and it's amazing because it's like literally the worst thing you can think of and and you didn't even realize your brain would go there yeah it mind-blowing 
<laughs> all of Morty's mind blowing moments. Yeah. This is a level four. <laughs> Summer is the best. Yeah, no, Summer's pretty legit. I wanna I want I love that episode with her and uh what's his face? The bucket head. Oh yeah, when they uh basically um with, with Armathy. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I saw a little Morty Funko Pop. Yeah, with his arm and yeah. arm. It doesn't come out, though, until June. <laughs> oh, really? They haven't yeah, released June that series? June 2018, yeah. Because um, I know that you can get both uh, Pickle Ricks on yeah, Amazon those, right now. Yeah, those are available. But there, there's a few... I'm Pickle Rick! <laughs> there's another one that I wanted. Said, I'm... I'm... See. I'm Mug... I'm Mug Rick... Because no. just Rick as a mug. Uh, what I've seen a lot of on like ripped apparel in Tee Public was the there's a portal on the T-shirt and both of them are sticking out and then Rick says, um, "Look, look, Morty, we're on a T-shirt." And he goes, "Oh, jeez, Rick." And then they oh, they, they change it for every yeah, 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 yeah they change it for everything so it's the exact same thing but then it's we're on a mug. Look, Morty, we're on a we're on a T-shirt. We're on a mouse pad. We're on a like whatever you wanted it to be on. Oh, jeez, Rick. Ah, yeah. oh, jeez. I'm just trying to solve this crime here. Ah, oh, jeez, man. <laughs> oh, man, those poor Rickless bastards. <laughs> that Morty was so terrifying. Evil Morty? Well, no, I mean, not even evil Morty, just fat cop Morty. Oh. Just the same old story. Morty's killing Morty's. But I think that, that what the episode showed um, of season three, because... The first time we see the Citadels in the first season when um, Rick gets, um, when we first meet Evil Morty, when Rick gets, uh, his portal gun gets, like, remotely jacked, and he gets, what's that word? Fuck. Framed. Wow. <laughs> I can't think of the, I can't think of the word. Why are your fingers going in circles? Because I'm trying to think of How is that framed? I was thinking when somebody puts evidence on you. I thought the... he was tumbling. No, like, because, like, I was thinking that they're wrapping that person rolling? in evidence. No, well, when that person gets framed, uh, or he gets framed for killing a bunch of Ricks and stealing the Mortys. It's the first time that we're introduced to the Citadel where it's basically all of the Ricks decided to get together and create their own form of government to, I guess, manage all the different Ricks because they were all meeting each other all the time. And that third season episode, when we see them again, is just, you know, all of those Mortys. I think it, it, Morty is Rick, you know? Because there's so many times in that episode where, um, like, that, that gag where he goes, like, um, hey, what are you doing here, kid? And they're, kid, I'm the same age as you. The Mortys said that to each other. And then the Ricks say that to each other um, when um, that guy is in the uh, wafer facility yeah, yeah. and he's like just tell me what you want son it is it is rick to to topple establishment and everything and he goes don't call me son we're the same age and he goes i know we're the same age but like i saw how the mortys interacted with other mortys paralleled how the ricks interacted with other ricks was, like so equally kind of freaked my shit out i just i that episode honestly was awesome but i didn't enjoy it what? No. You didn't like that episode? It's not that I didn't like it. It's more like I didn't... It didn't make me happy. <laughs> well, no. It depressed the shit out of me. And I didn't want to... F and I don't want to feel depressed. 
Well, I think it's also because that episode paralleled what's happening in reality. Yeah. You know? Because they're all Mortys, and I feel like it doesn't... It makes no sense to me. (laughs) None of that needs to be happening. All these these kids and all these Ricks are, are suffering for no reason. They should all just go find their own planet. Why are they here? Well, that's the thing is that our Rick, according to the show, is the Rickest Rick. He's the most anti-established Rick, which makes him the Rickest Rick of them all. So it's just that the Rick that we're following is smarter than a lot of these other Ricks. Like, so much smarter. And if these Ricks come from timelines where their Morty's dead, what are they going to do? True. Go get another one. Exactly. And how do you get another Morty? They have a system in place on how you can get another Morty. They train Mortys whose families are dead or whose worlds blew up. Uh, or, like, because a bunch of shit happens to them. I mean, there was that lizard Morty that was experimented on by his Rick. Like, infinite timelines. That's crazy. Yeah, there would be a form of government. When you when you honestly stop and you think about it, it's completely plausible that all this stuff it's would happen. That, yeah, but it's just awful. Yeah, it's completely awful. But the reason why they're on the Citadel is because their dimension is literally not there anymore. And it's not like you can go into another Rick's dimension and take over. It's probably why they created the Citadel to begin with. To keep... Because then what? You not only have to protect your reality as your reality, but also from other Ricks? Like, that's crazy. I feel like they should just Doctor Who it. <laughs> he is Doctor Who in this bitch. I know, but all of them should be doing that. But they're not all as smart or as cunning or as ruthless as our Rick. Yeah. It just makes me sad, I guess, because I didn't like seeing Rick working an assembly line. Right? I didn't think that would be a Rick job. I think that'd be a Morty job. But even then, I mean... You gotta think, there can't just be only scientists, I guess. So. I mean, that was, that was where, where the main turmoil of well, the yeah, thing came they're from. Yeah, all, because they're all smart. Mm-hmm. So you can't put smart people in peon positions. No, because they go crazy. Yes. And I guess I just know the feeling. <laughs> I just... Oh, the feeler. <laughs> I guess that that's why I don't... It was the same reason why I didn't like reading Bukowski's post office. Um, and I told you, I was like, yeah, I understand why some people like romanticizing um, a dead-end job and feeling like you want to kill yourself because this is an awful uh, thing to have to do every day. But it's not funny when you live it. No, I understand that. But, I mean, th- that's not a... I mean, that's a super common archetype. I mean, Workaholics was that show, The Office. All of those shows play off that dynamic. I, yeah, I know. But that's the thing is I can't I, – I couldn't watch Workaholics anymore. Because it, it was too close to home. It hit too close to home. Could not watch The Office at all. Yeah. Like, the only thing I did was Office Space because I liked it before I got an office job. <laughs> Yeah, I think you kind of have to watch that stuff before. Yeah, and the only reason why I still love Workaholics is just for that one scene. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah, when she tries to. Tripping on acid and talking to a couch. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, I, I felt that's why I felt like this episode really. Um, I didn't enjoy myself while watching it. It was still an amazing episode. I agree. Amazing, well written, lots of fun, like, like lots of really cool plot twists that had to happen in general, like just to make just to stir shit up, mm-hmm. make it interesting. Like it, all that's there. It's just I it's not a fun episode for me to watch. So Jackson, what do you like eat? Me Likey. I don't know if I've said this already, but me really likey the book of poems, Black Aperture. I don't think you've ever said that. No. No. I've I was assigned to read it for class, and honestly, it's it's amazing. Good. It's the author won. I think he was nominated for one of the National Book Awards or something um, for his book of poems. But it's just, it, for not, not only is it my favorite style of poetry, which is short and sweet, mm-hmm. as I love punchy poems. Oh, I love punchiness, too. And But uh, I like rhymes. You don't like rhymes. No, I hate rhymes. Um, let me see. He his, I can't remember the author's name. Oh, by Matt, Matt Rasmussen. Rasmussen. Um, Ras Rasmussen. There's That's one, a name. One in particular I really liked uh, because most of the the poems um, were done as an a uh, pretty much as a reaction to his brother's suicide. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. So you can see throughout the book just how he's dealing with the suicide and there's a lot of um like nature versus like metallic objects pretty much Mm -hmm. because his brother had shot himself in the head wow so you see a lot of um gun imagery a lot of uh bullets uh, a lot of there's deer in in it and the deer is very reminiscent of innocence and you know, nature, his brother, just so, something fragile mm-hmm. like that. And it's it's beautiful. And then the whole second part of the book of poems is um, called Elegy in X or in 10. Mm-hmm. And every poem is titled X. And one of the poems was so, so pretty. I wanted to, to recite it. Yeah, one of the, the poems I wanted to recite, it's really short. Um also labeled X. It says, The black suit hanging on my door asks me to put it on. I do, but then can't find my shadow. When I step outside, I wear the night like an enormous costume. And that's it. It's a nice poem. It's beautiful. Like, I read that and I felt like I got smacked in the face. It was, it's just so, this, and he's a National Book Award finalist. Nice. Such a great book of poetry. Winner of the Walt Whitman Award of the Academy of American Poets. Sweet. And that is my me likey. Noise. That's good. What do you likey? Well. Um. So. I have this mug. (gasps) 
and on it are two unicorns having sex. And it says, let's fuck like unicorns. And it's the best coffee mug on the face of the earth. <sighs> I love my coffee mug so much. Man, Spencer's has the coolest irreverent merchandise. Oh, yeah, it's just cuz. I know, just cuz. Like, ah, I love Spencer's. I haven't been in a Spencer's in forever, and I got my mug from Spencer's. And we were there, and I was just looking around. Because it's, I mean... Spencer's has always been amazing, and it's always been one of my favorite stores, but, like, in my head, there was the old Spencer's from, like, 2012 or 2014. Like, the last time I was in a Spencer's, that's what my head thought of Spencer's was. I go into the Spencer's, and it's the exact same thing, but everything's been updated to, to like... you love. Yeah, to shit that I actually love now. It's like, how does Spencer... No. Yeah. How, how do they know that, the, the, like, they're right on my pulse line for what I love in fucking gifts and shops and shit? <sighs> yeah, I love I, my mug, too. And uh, my Bob's Burger socks. Yeah. Uh, everything there was just so cool. Spencer's is the best. The best. It's the best. It's just all fuck like unicorns. It's all just fuck like unicorns. Because they're horny. Uh, it's just made me think of the narwhals <laughs> you're a narwhal um, thank you for listening to another you don't make friends with giant squids podcast uh, make sure to follow us on facebook and instagram um, visit us on patreon if you're feeling like it just yeah. stop by be like hey look at your patreon if you want to give help. us money yeah give like help us continue making podcasts so far we've stuck to our thing of twice a week ish yeah except for skipping one week in total uh that was your fault that's because i was sick yeah no it's not my fault so blame jackson don't blame me i didn't mean to it's all her fault i had to miss the gym <laughs> i was so sick i didn't miss the gym it was awful guys it was awful <laughs> it was awful um it was horrifying uh thank you once again for listening once again yeah well, because I love, I love doing the podcast, and even if nobody listens, I still made it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it only matters to be nominated. <laughs> it's just an honor to be nominated, guys. It's an honor to be nominated. Uh, well, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Adios. Bye. Thank you for listening to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Sydney Illustrates or at Yidemfwigs, that's at Y-D-M-F-W-G-S. Check out sydneylangley.com for further podcast entries, art updates, and future events. If you have any suggestions as to what topic we should tackle next week, please leave a comment under the blog post. Talk to you guys next time. Bye.